Have you made the switch to NYX? Millions of women have made the switch to the revolutionary period underwear from NYX. That's K-N-I-X. Period panties from NYX are like no other, making them the number one leak-proof underwear brand in North America. They're comfy, stylish, and absorbent, perfect for period protection from your lightest to your heaviest days. They look, feel, and machine wash just like regular underwear, but feature incognito protection that has you covered. You can shop sizes from extra small to 4XL. Choose from all kinds of colors, prints, and different styles, from bikinis to boy shorts, thongs to high-rise. You've got to try NYX. See why millions are ditching disposable, wasteful period products and have switched to NYX. Go to knix.com and get 15% off with promo code TRY15. That's nix.com promo code TRY15 for 15% off life-changing period underwear. That's knix.com. Star Wars 7x7 episode 1828. Today, what's next for Alphabet Squadron? Looking ahead at the next novel in the trilogy. Let's go. Hey, Rebel Rouser, I'm Alan Voivod, and this is Star Wars 7x7. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode where we are going to conclude our discussions of Alphabet Squadron by taking a look at head at what might be in store for us in the second and third novels in the trilogy. And I should, you know, surprise, surprise, tell you that this is a spoiler-filled podcast, so if you have not yet read or listened to Alphabet Squadron, then by all means, save this for a later date if you don't want it spoiled for you. Otherwise, if you're okay with me jumping in, then let's jump in. And one last note, of course, is to say thank you very much again to Penguin Random House Audio for sending me a copy of the Alphabet Squadron book on audio to review and check out. It's been a great fun ride. I've actually listened to it almost entirely through twice, through all the way once and most of the way twice and we'll probably end up finishing it again even though you know we're going to be moving on from alphabet squadron at this point but be that as it may let's talk about the state of things at the end of the novel and what it might mean going forward first of all let's take a look at shadow wing itself and they are not in very good shape the last we knew their main star destroyer the pursuer was on its last legs it was not doing very well at all and by the time the final conflict happens in alphabet squadron there's a darn good chance that it hasn't really been repaired because they've been busy with other matters like getting the whole pandem system up and running and available to other imperial remnants to come and refuel and rest up and whatnot so yeah, time to finish fixing the Pursuer, probably lower on the list of priorities by comparison. And the cruiser carriers, we know at least one of them is gone, and possibly others have fallen prey to the New Republic, but the, that still needs to be detailed. We also know that there are six fighter um, squadrons within Shadow Wing. Four of them are regular TIE fighter squadrons, one of them is a TIE bomber squadron, and one is a TIE interceptor squadron. And it seems like the bombers and interceptors are probably all intact. They actually don't see action in Alphabet Squadron except in flashback. So, yeah, I don't think we're going to, you know, see reports of heavy damages among those squadrons. And the TIE Fighter Squadrons did take some losses, but as yet we don't necessarily know for sure how significant it is. What we can say is pretty significant is the loss in leadership. Colonel Shakara Nares is dead at the hands of Nath Tenzin, so the main leader of Shadow Wing is gone, and how many of her 
you know, subcommanders and that sort of thing have survived? Well, that is also an open question. But one of them who had previously defected from the Galactic Empire and has been in hiding has been seeing what's happening and saw the incident reported over the Galactic Holonet about Pandem Nye and decided that he was going to come out of retirement, out of hiding, and of course the, <laughs> the fact that New Republic intelligence officers happened to track him down on a apparently separate operation, tried to kill him, and he managed to kill them instead. Well, I'm sure that's only adding fuel to the fire. This is Major Soren Keys, who was the previous second in command for Shadow Wing. He has been on the run and is now going to come out of hiding and is somehow assuredly in the second novel and who knows, maybe the third novel, but probably in the second because there's a gap in leadership, is going to connect with Shadow Wing and get them back into fighting shape to make sure that they are able to mount a counteroffensive against the New Republic. And probably, specifically, that is going to happen against the Barma battle group that's led by General Harrison Dula, and we'll talk about her <laughs> in a little bit. But that would seem to be the primary target for Soren Keys, getting Shadow Wing up and running and making his counteroffensive by looking at the Barma group and taking out the people that took out his beloved Shadow Wing. And for all we know, he's going to find out that Erika Quell is part of this battle group and is going to have something to say <laughs> on the matter. And in fact, that's probably going to be one of the ultimate showdowns because Alphabet Squadron takes a good amount of time going back to Erika Quell's life with Shadow Wing and detailing the you know, mentor-mentee relationship that she had with Soren Keys. And so this is going to be one of the central conflicts, I think, of the novels in the trilogy going forward. And then another central conflict to the novels going forward will be the conflict between Karen Aiden of New Republic Intelligence, who is running Alphabet Squadron, and Erica Quell, who he finds out did not tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth about her participation in Operation Cinder. And now that he has the dirt on her, well... It turns out he may not even have all the dirt that he thinks he has on her. There may still be things that he has to learn. And who knows how that'll go. And, you know, because if you're going to have some sort of conflict, you're going to have to have these sorts of secrets come out. And the fact that Soren Keys is kicking around and will be able to reveal information that Erica Quell is not able to reveal, yeah, that creates another potential source of conflict between Karen and Erica. But... Erica is still getting to run Alphabet Squadron, albeit under a closer watch by Karen now that he knows, or at least thinks he knows, the depth and breadth of Erica's previous lies on Traitor's Remorse. And another source of conflict centers around Nath Tenzin, who was not actually successfully recruited into Alphabet Squadron by Erica Quell. No, it was actually a side job, and she was recruited by Kairos, the U-Wing pilot, at the behest of Karen Aiden, our New Republic intelligence officer. And the side job was to dig up information about Erica Quell and, you know, also hopefully do some damage to Shadow Wing as part of this whole affair, which he definitely did get to do. But at some point, Erica's going to figure out that Karen couldn't have learned about her deception without additional help. And to find out that Nath was the one who provided it, well, yeah, that's bound to create some conflict. And then, there, of course, there's a question of whether Nath actually knows whether he read the files on Erica as well. So does he know the level of her deception in this whole affair? Yeah, there's definitely some very juicy stuff that could be happening interpersonally in the next novel. And speaking of Kairos, there is a moment where, in her reflections, she thinks about possibly... 
metamorphizing. And so, you know, you get the impression that whatever her species is, that she's in a form that is not her final form and that she might actually become something a little bit different from what she is. So it'll be interesting to see if that gets followed through. I'm going to address the Harrison Dula bit of things here after the break. Stay tuned. This episode is brought to you by Constant Contact, the premier email marketing solution for small businesses and organizations. I've used their service since 2003, and over the past decade and a half, I've watched them evolve, make the product simpler, more powerful, easy to use, and do everything that they can to help train people to use the product more effectively and for it to work with other forms of marketing like social media, for example. So. Check out sw7x7.com slash email to learn more about Constant Contact and start a free trial. Once again, that is sw7x7.com slash email for a free trial. Welcome back. So it stands to reason that Harrison Dula is going to continue to be part of the Alphabet Squadron trilogy as well. And so hopefully we will get to see her more involved. But the fact of her being more involved might include getting Jason Sindula some screen time, as it were, getting him involved in the festivities and finding out where he's at on his journey and finding out whether he is Force-sensitive at all. I mean, you know, just because he's descended from a Jedi doesn't necessarily mean that he is packing any latent Force abilities or anything like that, but it will be interesting to see how they decide to deal with that. And it will also be interesting to see whether we get a glimpse of Sabine Wren and or Ahsoka Tano. We don't necessarily know how long it was after the events of the Battle of Endor that Ahsoka came back to Lethal to find Sabine and to go off on their journey to find Ezra Bridger. But, you know, it's something that is open and ripe for possibility. And, hey, we might even see Chopper, too, for all we know. Um... I don't think we'll necessarily see Zeb because he's off on his journey with Agent Callus and they may be doing their own thing, but that might be a, a fun thing. But I think Jason and Chopper we're bound to see in the next novel, and I think that would be very cool myself. For now, though, that is going to do it for our look at Alphabet Squadron, the first novel in the trilogy, and also for this episode of Star Wars 7x7 as well. Thank you so much once again for joining me for it and for every episode you join me for. And as always, may the Force be with you wherever in the world you may be. This podcast is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox. It is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other related Star Wars items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademarks and copyright holders. May the Force be with them. All original content is copyright 2019 by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it. Have you made the switch to NYX? Millions of women have made the switch to the revolutionary period underwear from NYX. That's K-N-I-X. Period panties from NYX are like no other, making them the number one leak-proof underwear brand in North America. They're comfy, stylish, and absorbent, perfect for period protection from your lightest to your heaviest days. They look, feel, and machine wash just like regular underwear, but feature incognito protection that has you covered. You can shop sizes from extra small to 4XL. Choose from all kinds of colors, prints, and different styles, from bikinis to boy shorts, thongs to high-rise. You've got to try NYX. See why millions are ditching disposable, wasteful period products and have switched to NYX. Go to knix.com and get 15% off with promo code TRY15. 
That's Nix.com promo code TRY15 for 15% off life-changing period underwear. That's K-N-I-X dot com.